0: What is up, VHL, and other random listeners we may have? This is Fishy here with Spartan. Do you want to say hi?
1: Hello.
0: Wow, very enthusiastic. And we have a guest with us today. Do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hello, I'm Viper. I've been here for about a year now.
0: Oh, okay, cool. That's great. Um, for our consistent li- listeners, aka Blazer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like to comment on the fact that I'm much more peppy in this intro simply because of the fact that I've had this fight with Spartan and Viper all day about having to do the intro and it not <laughs> even a discussion. They just told me, you're doing the intro, no questions asked. Well, well, so I had the time to emotionally prepare for it this time rather than being told, that I was doing the intro as we invited the bot to record, so.
2: Here's, here's the the thing, though. We have an agreement, a standing agreement, where if you... We do you, now. We, we made this agreement last week, where if you do the intro, I will do the outro.
0: I mean, I, I feel like that's probably for the best. It seems fair. Out, yeah, like, start out with my voice.
2: And then... <laughs> That this like two minutes is like the most consistent speaking time you'll have. Wait, okay. Sh- uh, <laughs> oh <God. laughs> Anyways. So going back to the meat and potatoes of this. So Viper, you said that you've been here for a year, but you've just created a new player after a period of inactivity. What's been your timeline with the VHL just going back? Cause honestly, like you've been here longer than I have. You were my AGM when I first created
1: yeah so um when i joined the league i joined back in november of 2018 uh i didn't really know what was going on and i just kind of went inactive until august of 2019 and that's when i created christopher mcdagg and then i once again went inactive for a couple months and then back in i think january of 2020 i repicked up christopher mcdagg and then around maybe I think the second week of February, I picked up a AGM job in here, Las Vegas, and I was the assistant GM for a while until uh, Pop-Tart stepped down and then Proto was promoted to GM and then I was then fired. Uh, good memories, And then we get into, uh, I think maybe a week later, I got a job in San Diego. And then uh, shortly th- uh, after I actually got a promotion in another week, and I decided to step down as the assistant general manager here. And Damn. then around uh, the that other league I was in started getting pretty dumb, if I'm being completely honest. So I decided to come back and recreate Evgeny Bernal. And now here we are.
2: All right. So a couple things that I want to circle back to, particularly the other leagues that you've been participating Hold in.
0: Hold on. I'd like to point out <laughs> one thing. You say that you've been here one year, but then, but then you started your story and you said, so I joined in November 2018, which is two years ago. Well, yeah,
1: because I joined back in 2018, and then I showed up for that one day, and then about two minutes later, I closed the site and never Got went you. back on it for a year.
0: Okay.
2: So, so you first discovered the VHL in 2018, but you didn't create a player until last August. Correct. Okay, so I guess because something that kind of to break off a little bit as to what we kind of planned, but this is something that's been a talking point recently with the influx of new members that we've had, and you kind of understand this conundrum as well. Being Mm. a former AGM, you joined the the site, looked around, didn't find it engaging enough, and you dipped for almost a year. What did you see at the at the time that was like? this site isn't engaging, right? Don't really know what to do. That made you want to go away.
1: So, uh, funny story. Uh, It wasn't really that I didn't know what to do. It said I joined, and then I had to get in the school bus, and I just completely forgot about it.
0: (laughs)
3: Oh, my God. We
0: about to have an intellectual conversation. He said, nope, just forgot about it for a year.
2: (laughs) So you just – so you forgot about something that was, like, 30 minutes – before like like you were in school like final period or end of the day you know elementary school and all i'm just kidding
1: <laughs> i mean that um, is correct
2: oh shit all right um so yeah like end of the day discovered the the vhl hopped on a school bus how long's your drive home
0: Um, uh, maybe 30
1: minutes
2: Thirty minutes later, completely forgot, that you had just. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, 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 Mister. I, I, I still, uh, st- a little discovered it at the beginning of the day. Oh. So, so um, I had eight hours to forget about it. I still <laughs> don't know how I did that.
2: So, I guess that if you were paying that much attention to school and what you were doing, you know, you definitely would have forgotten about it. So I'll give you a commendation here for being such a good student. Yeah. That you forgot about the VHL until your whole next summer break was over.
1: Well, because I looked up uh, hockey sim leagues, and then I clicked on Victory Hockey League, and all of a sudden it says, Welcome back, Viper hawks 19. I'm like, have I seen this before? <laughs> so and then did. I looked back at my account creation, and then I realized, oh. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> it's
2: and okay. then, that's actually like, pretty funny that you still remember the story, though. I yeah. guess that's that's even better. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and
1: then, like, uh, I don't know if most people do this, but I actually didn't accept any of the offers that were given to me. I reached out to – I looked on the portal and reached out to one of the GMs and asked them to try and sign me. I don't even know if that's allowed to this day, but –
2: I think so, especially with, like, the recent recruiting thing that we had. As teams started to get full and not really – what the fuck? What? Someone named Danielle just DM'd me on Discord, and I don't know a Danielle. And it's a black profile picture.
1: Check Uh, mutual servers.
3: I don't want to open the message. Check
0: it. (laughs) You do know that? No. Liar. He opened it, and there were already messages in there. I
2: don't know what the (laughs) fuck that is. I'm checking that later.
1: Maybe a new name or something?
2: Probably. Um... Anyways, yeah, so I think that there were a couple of first gens who were reaching out to GMs asking, like, hey, do you have a spot on your team? But I think that was more out of, like, no one's offering, which, as we've seen recently with that punishment enforced yesterday um, where some GMs were losing picks for not offering players.
1: Wait, actually? Um, I didn't even see that.
2: Yeah. yeah, so so I guess that that's, like, a kind of decent transition in. Um, Recently, if folks haven't noticed, uh, DA and Acid came down on three teams in the VHLM, Uh, Ottawa, Halifax, and what was the last Uh, team? Oh, it's uh, Saga, Mississauga. I think it was Colts' team. Uh, I think Ottawa lost a first and third. Halifax lost a fourth. Saga, I think, lost a second or third. For not offering enough players, um, when they
0: had space to do so, that is.
2: Yeah, space, as in they weren't cutting inactives and signing actives. And Viper, you were you were in like the management portion and probably in like the VHLM GM, GM channel and on the forum sections before I yeah. was a GM. Was this a problem that you were seeing during that time or during your time as well?
1: well uh not that i know because actually in both the, my teams i had i was constantly get like pop tart and ir would always dm me and i uh, send me a link to a, a offer sheet and i'd have to make them a contract like it was like all day i been getting pings in the gm channel to go make some offers <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and there's definitely more efficient ways of doing it now, as like Jigs and I have set up, and even I set up with like Twist. But question was was more of like across the league, were you seeing teams holding inactives over playing actives? Because I know that that's been a problem that has been spoken about for quite a while, but not sure what the severity of it was during your time and whether these kinds of punishments would have been warranted.
1: I remember hearing about that, but. I didn't really spend too much time in the GM chat unless that was, uh, you know, uh, pinged or something. But I remember, like, sometimes i just peek in and I'd see something. And then I remember, this is somewhat related, uh, it was uh, when Banna got fired a while back. Um, the GMs decided that they were not going to make any offers.
2: Yeah, I I think I remember that because I, I think I was a GM at the, at that time.
1: I had no clue what to do, and I remember I started. I don't remember what I did, but I like I, I think I forgot to go radio silent. I don't remember what happened. All I know is that I didn't know if I wanted to, what I wanted to do in that scenario. So I just kind of didn't do anything to try and avoid punishment.
2: Oh wait, actually, we we spoke about that. I think that was before I was GM. It was right before Proto quit, where I think uh Alex Bridges was an AGM at that time as well yeah oh
1: I mm, oh yeah maybe for UConn
2: yeah because I remember when that was happening I don't know how I was involved in it oh because I think uh one of the GMs dropped it in like gen chat um oh shit yeah like like a long message about you know, because like Banna was was removed. We were are
1: definitely are yeah.
2: I think so. Um, and then it was just like this whole message of like some GMs were on board with it. some GMs were not.
1: I remember Mick Wolf was, and he stepped out,
2: yeah. And I think he, he and I had talked about it around that time as well. And then Blues were like, if you're not going to do your job, we're just going to fire you.
1: Yeah, I remember because Alex Bridges uh, went into the San Diego locker room and started bad mouthing uh, uh, Diamond, uh, and then uh, he was in the locker room. Yeah, so he, he just yeah he just kind of popped in on Alex uh, bad mouthing him, and that it like and then Alex starts messaging me. And he's like, "Oh crap! Oh crap!"
0: Oof, that's not a good look.
1: Mm-mm.
2: Yeah, and and Alex, I'm not sure. Do you remember Alex?
0: I just remember. All I remember about this is that first of all, I'm pretty sure this all happened before I was even in the league. But for Alex Bridges, I'm pretty sure that he was supposed to be like a kick-ass defenseman, right?
2: So he was one of those expansion effects where, like,
0: uh, like a star on an expansion.
2: Like, well, star on an, an, an expansion, but I think he was like under 550 TPE but his first season he played with he played with his last season like triple H yeah so he was getting so he was like the first or second best fantasy player yeah because he got so much volume on the expansion team but like he wasn't inactive a few months ago because I think for like school purposes or whatever I remember yeah but like I know that I was telling him like as soon as I heard about it like he was talking in there and like him and I had been chatting a little bit. Um, can you reply? Just say no things. Um And I was telling him like, don't get involved in that. Like, you don't want to lose your job and just.
3: We're doing to like complain about, like,
2: not receiving or like not really accepting what happened. And there's, like, other ways to protest it in a way that's, like, a bit more... Right. Constructive. But, yeah. Like, I don't know. The punishment, I think, might have been fair, might not have been fair. I don't know the extent of what was going on on those teams.
0: Yeah, it's also kind of difficult because the post that DA posted said that two of the three GMs had... They had all been contacted, and then only... Two of the three had gotten back, so I'm wondering, like, how that affected any of the punishments, if it did at all.
2: Uh, well, I, I can't really speak about it because it's not my point to say, but, yeah, conversations did impact what the punishments were.
0: Yeah, I mean, all I'm saying is that I feel like context is important and we're only getting a snapshot of it. I think yeah. that's how it should be. I'm not saying that we need to have more information about it. But it is relevant to consider.
2: Yeah. But anyways, like, the focus wasn't necessarily on, like, like the punishment, and, like, why it happened. I mean, we know why it happened. We don't need to dive into the details. Hmm. It was more of just, like, you know, has this always been a recurring issue and is this going to be fixed soon? And I have a feeling that, you know, with DA and Acid, two people who know each other pretty well, that they're going to be making some moves to benefit the league because they both seem to be on the same page. And, like, and they're they both work...
1: great commissioners.
2: Yeah, and, like, they're both working really well together, which is which is nice to see. Um, helps me a little bit that I'm familiar with, with both of them, so it's pretty easy to, like, communicate and get any clarification on, on anything. So shout mm. out to DA and Acid if you guys are listening to this.
0: They're not.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> DA may. I know, like, he listened to, like, one of ours earlier. Maybe. At like, some point, but...
0: Did we tag him in the post? probably
2: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's probably why but anyways so going going back even even further because i feel like the way that our podcasts go is we start on a topic and we have a plan it's like a horizontal line of like a plan of like this is where the podcast is is like gonna go that's
0: not how human conversation works
2: yeah and and that's our problem because as soon as we hit one point on that line we just go into a tree of other conversations and then we have to suddenly jump back up to like the old point or whatever so that's what we're gonna do here we're gonna jump back up and we're gonna back it up because you finally have a new player and you want a fresh start so this is an opportunity for you if any gms do decide to listen or even if they want to see like what your activity likes now this is a great way for you to kind of show what's different with this player
1: well, uh, so far I've capped out both weeks that I've had them. Uh, I, I've done all the uncapped opportunities I can. I feel like do, or I feel I'm going to do the uh, fantasy zone uh, for next season, and I'm just gonna try and cap out every week because I'm doing it in under an hour on the first day that I can. So hopefully that gets me somewhere.
2: Yeah, and. I know like a big thing, which you and I have spoken a lot of, is whether you can commit to being active somewhere with like all the other stuff that you have going on, time restrictions. Is that going to be different this time?
1: Yeah, because a lot of the other leagues that we're in were eating up my time, and I was in about five or six. So I quit all but one, I think, and I'm not even really active in the one that I didn't quit. So now I focus most of my time on the vhl because it's it's this is not really a toxic community all the other communities would have toxic people and they just made the weeks not fun anymore
2: yeah and i've been in one of those leagues with you and i muted every channel except (laughs) for the one that i needed to necessarily talk in but in the vhl the only channels that i have muted are like the random ones at the bottom of like
0: the non-league related ones? Yeah,
2: like I have like gaming hangout muted. I have like the anime thing muted, like the pets one muted. Um, but generally like, you know, if you hop in gen chat, if you can keep up with like a conversation, like it's pretty easy to like hop in there. Especially because I think most people are older in this league versus like the other ones that you're in where the folks are a bit younger and yeah, to say and do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> it's pretty fucking stupid. Um, i know
1: there's so many there's so many racial slurs in the other ones it's not even funny
2: i did i do you remember if there were any in the one which i was in
1: there were some and they really started to crack down on that and then now the commissioners just kind of both went inactive so now people are getting kind of free with it yeah and that's why i'm out and i've left a lot of other ones too and you know, I, and then I'm even in just some normal servers where people just use it freely. So I cut down in about half my servers because of that.
2: There wow. you go. Good for you. So good on you for cleaning up, I guess, and like I guess kind of figuring out like what you want to play. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. So I actually had a question. Why? What draws you to SimLeaks? Because you say you were in five or six. What? what brought you to those communities
2: well here's here's the other thing that i want to clarify real quick these all aren't necessarily sim leagues so
0: you said sim
2: leagues. well like, do you want to explain um, what these leagues are, are
1: <laughs> so at first glance you're gonna think this is the most stupid thing you've ever heard in your life which it, it may actually be <laughs> um so there's a rock paper scissors league Oh my god. It's a connect four one. It's god. a hangman one.
0: It's a battleship one. I'm okay. Oh we have
2: So it's basically board game similes.
3: Yeah.
0: Battleship. Okay, connect
2: then. four. Rock, paper, scissors.
3: Rock. <laughs>
0: Okay.
2: Did you say, like, okay, we, like, had this conversation the other day, and you said that there were a whole bunch of others. I think you said, like, Uno was, like, one of them. Not, yeah. Not, not that, like, you're in, but, like, you know of.
1: Yeah, there's a huge Uno one going around. Uh, it was a tic-tac-toe one for a while. It's <laughs> There's so much stuff. I prefer the VHL because, you know, I actually like hockey more than all of those things. And there's time? there's no effort required besides just doing tasks. The what other time? ones, if you don't show up on time, people will scream at you.
2: Yeah, that that part was fucking annoying. So I was in that Connect Four lead <laughs> for a little bit. You want to go take a walk for a little bit? <laughs> Okay, Fishy's gonna practice some breathing exercises. For a this is gonna bit.
1: get you a bunch of
0: lessons. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, I was in that Connect Four league for a little bit, and I think Viper drafted me. Like, Oh there's a draft?
0: Dead ass. The <laughs> Connect
2: Four league for players to join Connect Four like teams.
0: Oh, like, oh man, I'm crying.
2: And then like each game day, it's like three people on each team face off against like other people on like the other team, and it's like 5 p.m. every day. And like if you're more than like fifteen minutes late, like you either have to postpone, you get like two per season, or you have to forfeit. Oh
1: my god. It's it's fun at first, and then it just kinda gets annoying.
2: Yeah, like that first season I was like, okay, like this is kinda cool because Fishy and I had been playing a lot of Connect Four. Yeah,
0: because we were still long distance.
2: Yeah. So so like these people
1: dedicate their entire lives to learning the strategies, which just makes it not fun.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I feel like that's anything that you would kind of expect with like board games in a way that aren't necessarily luck related, but kind of like like checkers, connect for chess, almost. Or oh like, yeah, there
1: was a chess and checkers league too. Yeah,
2: I bet. Like, I, mean, <laughs> that, like I, I feel like chess and checkers, no one really frowns on because those are so much larger communities that like people, you know, people stop, stop <laughs> bouncing on on my leg. What the <laughs> Um
0: No one else knows what's going on right now. They're gonna think we're doing weird shit. When the reality, I'm just hitting my chin onto your knee.
2: And that's not weird shit. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Keep talking about your board game sim. <laughs>
2: yeah. So I'm guessing that that, for some reason, was taking up a lot of your time. And I feel that the reason for that was because you took on a lot of like team and really general administrative role. Those leads. Yeah.
1: And the the worst part is they were all like almost all of them were at the same time on the same day.
2: Oh my god.
3: And they I-
1: didn't care. They're like, okay, well, why don't you just pay attention to ours?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's what every good sim league's gonna do. <laughs> like, hey, you have a job here, like this is your primary thing. But I mean I feel like getting rid of those other sim leagues goes a long way because I know, like, when I was drafted, one thing which GMs were asking me, and then McWolf had, like, a straight-up, like, conversation with me. He was like, when you get back and, you know, you get busy and, you know, you realize mm-hmm. that there's a bunch of different priorities that you have to juggle and you have to cut down a sim league, what's it going to be? And at that time, I was only in the VHL and, and EFL, and I was like, well, since I just joined the VHL, like, a month ago – I mean, I joined them both at the same time, but the EFL first. I was like, I'd probably cut the VHL. And then he's like, well, yeah, that's like the red flag GMs have on you, but I don't think you have that anymore for <laughs> that specific one. You cut down all the other ones. Uh
0: yeah.
2: I think she's just sitting here giggling. Are you know.
0: yeah, that sounded really unsure. Like you kind of cut now for me, so that's why. Oh
2: wow. uh, can you hear me now?
0: Ah uh, yeah.
2: Is it still cutting out? No. Okay, let me, I just boosted my mic sensitivity a little bit. Um, yeah, so, just to go back a little bit, was just saying that, um, previously being in, like, a bunch of sim leagues, or just other leagues on Discord and whatnot, was, like, a red flag to GS. Oh, yeah. And, like, you've eliminated those now. Do you think that that's going to be enough to overcome the inactivity spell from last time?
1: For sure, for sure. Because those were always as soon as I got my free time. So yeah. now that I got that time free. Yeah,
0: it's no longer the number one priority, huh? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I, I know that... As like I briefly mentioned that you probably had administrative roles or like team managing or whatever. Yeah. What it and I it's something that you've had here in the VHL as well. Is that something that you're going to try to get like get a job or something as soon as possible here?
1: Or I'm already I'm already scouting for beef. Wait, I'm um, trying to, yeah, I'm trying to get back in like I keep posting uh, that I'm looking for a job and all like the updater topic and the AGM topic. There you go. So
2: are you Vancouver's AGM now?
1: No, I'm just scouting.
2: Beav has random users scouting for him?
1: I I offered, I offered. I said does anyone want to hire me for something? Go just scout for me.
2: And you didn't ask me if I wanted a scout?
1: Yeah, I put it in the V I just put it in the VHL general.
2: How am I gonna see a one (laughs) single message in VHL fucking gen chat?
1: (laughs) You did earlier. I said what? I said I'm bad in everyone's books, and you immediately responded to that within a minute. Because okay.
2: <laughs> sometimes I go in VHL Gen chat. There may be ten users who are also participating in conversation. That period in time, you were one of them. <laughs> I'm not gonna see what you posted at ten PM last night. to
1: scout for you, I'll scout for you. I'll scout I- for anybody. I want a job. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I mean I don't I don't think anyone's necessarily hesitant about your qualifications like you've been in agm multiple times yeah you do a great job i know that you and i used to compete during my first season (laughs) your first season of san diego's agm as to who could drop offers on recruit pages first
1: oh man that was so fun (laughs) i remember one time you got it within like 10 seconds
2: (laughs) and then and then you just came right into las vegas and started screaming at me
0: (laughs) That's my thing. (laughs) That's so precious.
2: (laughs) So I really think that, you know, a job for you is going to come soon. And I'm sure, like, as you know, it's just going to take time to, like, prove yourself that you're not going to go inactive soon again.
1: Yeah, it took me a long time because I uh, had been applying since December of 2019. I finally got it in February of 2020. And that's, like, as soon as I got active again. And I think people were still iffy, like, okay, well, he was inactive for a while and I don't know because I remember uh, – who was it? Uh, I don't know, but I remember somebody tried to draft me and like, gave me a draft interview, and I responded like two months later, <laughs> <laughs> not realizing that the draft had already passed. So I I had to you didn't, you didn't clarify think, that, okay, didn't, well, I didn't realize the draft passed.
2: You didn't think a message from two months ago meant that the draft that you were being started <laughs> for had passed?
1: I didn't realize it was two months ago.
0: (laughs) You just saw a message and wanted to respond. Exactly.
1: Well, it was the top in my message bin? So I'm like, all right, well, why not? Oh, my God.
0: They probably got your response. And we're like,
2: what? What the fuck? (laughs) So, okay. So we've kind of covered that. And we know that at this point, it's kind of in your hands to kind of just prove that you are a worthy pick. And I think... You know, what you say now on this podcast isn't going to change too much more than it already has, just you being here and chatting with us. Um, I did want to talk to you about your connections with Toronto because any time that Toronto's ever mentioned or peace is mentioned, you're always quick to praise them and to, like, show them a lot of love. What What is your connection like with Toronto and peace?
1: Well, so Peace was actually my GM in the VHLM with Saskatoon. And I always looked to him for help. And he was always there to help me within five minutes. So then when I got when I got traded to Toronto, it, like he just sent me a link and he says, welcome to Toronto. It was a really great moment. And, you know, Toronto is my team. They're, no matter what, like, I'm always going to be in their locker room, always going to hang out. So that's really my relationship with them.
3: So your okay. pals. Yeah. Cool. There you go.
2: Yeah, because like I, I've always been curious as to like why you love Toronto so much, despite you being like inactive through like a long, like a lot of time through there. Um, but that's cool to know that he was your VHLM GM and you got to reunite. Who did you mm-hmm. get drafted to, by the way?
0: Davos for Sean.
2: Oh wait, Sean uh Sean Glade?
0: Yep. <laughs> that was a knowing yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so typically your ship player is getting traded to Davos, but in this case they, they they cut their losses early and sent the goon out to Toronto.
1: Well and Jack Textall.
2: Oh shit. He was in that trade as well?
1: Yeah. What do they get back? Uh, I can I can actually pull it up right now. Let me just go to my old player. Um,
3: here we go. Let me read the trade out. Traded.
2: Yeah, while I'll yeah that one fishy's doing a little happy dance here for no fucking reason
0: let me just mind my business
2: we're on a podcast everything you do now is fair game
0: oh it's untrue (sighs) only the things i say and do no just saying
2: yeah but when he's not saying anything and we're not saying anything you have to comment on what you're doing and now nodding your head like you (laughs) tripped
1: oh my god (laughs) all right all right i found the trade thread Okay. So Dav- Davos received Teak and Glover, uh season 71 second, a season 71 fourth, a season, another season 71 fourth, season 72 first, a season 72 second, and a season 72 fourth. And Toronto got Chad Magnum, Damian Wolf, Jack Textall, and Christopher McDagg. So basically the entire team in that one <laughs> pair. <player. laughs> and no, it not- doesn't look like any of Davos' picks are active.
3: Oh, yeesh! That's nice.
2: Davos is just a cursed team, man.
1: And it's so bad because um, Jack Hextall is a first-gen player who's over a thousand TPE, and he's Toronto starter. He will always, you know, be a, like one of Toronto's most known players, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, and I mean, he's even doing pretty well right right now. He's been stealing games from through the playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm. I haven't actually checked Goal. out the score. I think it's one-one. Yeah, awesome, okay, it's one-one. But, I mean, one.
2: but I mean, just just to get as far as they are now, like Hextall had to carry him. I think past Seattle, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, but we also have uh, Torano G. He won like six games, and he, I think he went. I don't know, but I think he went undefeated in the regular season or something.
3: Talk about goalie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm talking um, about the bot. Let me let me check this out. Because peace would put in the scores, like okay, Toronto G started, and like each time you put that, it was a win, oh my God, and then all I know is that rookie just kept like lighting up the locker room like why is the goal why is the bot doing better than me? <laughs> yeah, okay, back up game two, we've won, back up game one, we've won, back up game
0: two, we won, yeah,
2: <laughs> oh my god, I think uh. We have like a similar thing with Moscow that like whenever we we put in bots for like, some ear games. The bot
3: just creamed.
1: I personally think SCHS might be a little broken.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> at
1: all. It's Maybe. like the goalies are so bad that it makes them stacked.
2: Dude, it's ridiculous because fucking Drew Minot, a, a, a capped goalie Ha- is having like a sub 900 season for like save save Jesus. percentage in like the playoffs ha- and like he's been above like 220 the entire season Jesus. and now and now the miami goalie is facing like 40 shots and allowing one and oh he's like, <laughs> like it's victor's player are there things in like the bill that could be tweaked sure but it's like cap now can't do much about it but still like it's yeah. a build, like 75s and all the core stats, like 70s and some of the others. Like, not should be doing a lot better than he is right now. But STHS is just like, you know what? Fuck you, baby. <laughs> Go down 3-1 against Miami.
0: Well, not only that, but you're having issues with your lines getting weird time, right?
2: Yeah, and, like, luckily I think I fixed Ooh. that.
1: I remember, that was a glitch, uh, I don't remember when, but I remember that was a glitch for a while. I remember it was either Popside or IR who kept saying my my ice time's messed up.
2: So were you seeing a line getting more ice time than another line when they shouldn't have been?
1: I don't really, I'd never actually really, I just heard him say that and he never really looked into it. And I do remember that it was, there was one time where, I think the power play and stuff was not how he submitted it or something. But I think he mentioned that the ice time was, like, really goofy. He didn't actually specify when.
2: Yeah, because, like, the problem which like, we were... <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> okay, you're going to go take a no, walk.
0: No, finish what you were saying.
2: Fishy's being weird right now.
1: I'm very scared.
2: I'm terrified as well. <laughs> um yeah so basically like our fourth line like straight up designated fourth line in the sim was getting 13 plus minutes of like regular even strength time and our third line was getting under four minutes total jesus and it's and it happened every game through like our first series against mexico and first two games against miami and i think i worked Out like a workaround to it and i think like it's a little bit better now like time seems normal and we managed to get a game so we've got some big games coming up but i know halifax had that problem earlier as well Um, if you
1: somehow went three straight all i know is that the miami locker room is gonna go insane
2: (laughs) i mean they've already been going insane like that they're up and I don't know. Sims just loving them. It's insane that they beat Halifax and now are almost gonna beat us in five. Like their players are solid players, but like they're <laughs> none of them are capped except like they- Victor's player is kind of close. But like logically, it makes very little sense. We have like two of the top or three of the top ten points point scorers in the regular season. And they've been held basically scoreless.
1: Or have they won a game where it was when they didn't win three to two? Or yeah, I think it was a three to one in there.
2: Yeah, they won two games, three one, and I think they won today like four or three something, and then uh,
1: you snuck uh, in a win.
2: Yeah, like a much
1: needed
0: win.
2: Yeah, and I mean we—that's what I mean again. That's what we've been talking about in the locker room, like you know, just just have some faith like i don't think we're gonna get fucked by the sim that hard like things the one constant message which i've always had to our players at like the beginning of the season is like results always revert back to the mean like sths just kind of does that Where like if you are an average player you will put up average stats if you are a very good player you will typically put up very good stats and in time if you're fluctuating too much in one direction than the other like if you're playing excessively better than what you're supposed to or excessively worse than you're supposed to there's gonna be a stretch where you do a lot better or you do a lot worse to counteract whatever has been going on so that's what i'm just kind of hoping here that you know sths just kind of fucking us right up right up the butthole here one thing i've
1: noticed about SDHS is that sometimes like it could be incredibly inconsistent so if a team goes up like, if a team gets a couple of straight wins, then the other team will get, like, a like a lot of straight wins. And then it will keep going back and forth until it finally balances itself out. I've noticed that by observing some of the Sims. Yeah. In Toronto, we'd go, like, huge win streak, and then all of a sudden we had an even bigger losing streak.
2: Yeah, and I mean, at this point, you know, we're just going to hope that our team does what they've been doing all all season um you know because like they've been playing winning hockey they've been doing a really good job um earning and putting in the work staying active as like i'm sure you can also see in like the vhlm or i know in, like, you got
1: you guys have the most uh active locker room which is a nice change from when i was the first or when i first got there when i first yeah. got there we had one guy on at a time and then they'd go offline and then somebody else would come online we never had two players have a conversation.
2: Jeez. See, the thing is, I feel like I never experienced that because when I came in, shit got a lot more fucking active. Yeah,
1: you were part of the draft class that got the locker room active.
0: Yeah, I can vouch for... I, I Vouch isn't the right word, but I guess I can attest to having a quiet locker room because I'm out here in, in Chicago and in an expansion team, and since this past draft, it's been a lot better. Um, you have gotten some really active users in there, and I've talked about it a little bit on podcasts in the past. But um, yeah, it makes a world of difference for team morale when you actually are able to speak to your teammates. Um, but even right now, we don't have a lot of active players in the first place. Um, it's not necessarily the fact that they aren't on um, that they aren't on forums. It's just the fact that we have people who simply haven't updated in months so it's been nice getting more people into the locker room that are actually willing to speak to people so that i'm not just chatting with jeff at like eight o'clock in the morning i can
1: relate to that because the toronto locker room was pretty dead for a while because when that when i got traded there you know it started getting active because you know the few players that were active there saw the new players that were going to be active there and then uh, you know, after like a season or two, half the team went inactive or retired, and I think we've had a total of two free agency signings since I've been here. So the the locker room's just not really getting that active. But you know, it's when it went like because there's still like four or five of us that are active and talk a lot, which is you know it's fun because then we get to know each other better. But you know, not getting any more players there.
0: Yeah, I think the other thing, and Spartan has mentioned this on podcasts in the past, but VHL locker rooms are just a really different dynamic than VHLM locker rooms. And I think part of that is because there are less people, but there are less people because of the fact that no one's scouting, no one's trying to recruit people, no one's looking at people for the next draft. Once you're on your VHL, once you're on your VHL team, it's not likely that you're going to be moving, unless you're traded. So there's really no reason to have people who aren't alumni or players in those locker rooms at the VHL level. But when you're at the VHLM level, kind of how Spartan has the LVA server set up, he's got a shit ton of people that have no connection ever to LVA but they're still in the server chilling out with people who are there for one reason or another.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I wouldn't even necessarily attribute that to, like, scouting or whatever. Like, sure, there are some VHL GMs in here who, like, take a look around. Plenty of alumni, because minor teams are bound bound to have a lot of alumni. But, like, some folks are just here because, like, they just want to hang out somewhere. Like, Ferk, I don't think he's, like, even though he's an AGM, I don't think he's necessarily scouting while he's in here. He's, like, stated on, like, multiple occasions that like, Sasky's dead. I just being like VHL Gen Chat or something like that. That's kind of like, why
1: I'm here. I got really yeah. nowhere else to go because all because all the VHL lock rooms I'm in are kind of dead. I usually just kind of hang out in Vegas, Miami, and Toronto, and that's about it.
2: Yeah, and like even like people who I just start knowing a little better, like Blazer was one of them. Like just. She just joined the like Discord, um, I think just to hang out. I think, do you know who the Pope, the like that player, the Pope, or whatever?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I the,
1: see it. him in
0: the locker room,
2: yeah. yeah. Like he just straight up joined because he wanted to hang out in like Vegas,
0: Patrick
2: Liney, too. I think, yeah, ice. ice, um, Bobo. Couple other like like bunch of folks just straight up joined because they wanted to hang out.
0: Well, I mean, Scout.
2: Oh yeah, Bobo wanted to scout, but I know that there was someone else who like people who joined recently just because. Oh, Clocksified joined, I think, because they know Connor Sim or Hoopy Dog or one of those folks.
0: They're on Chicago.
2: Yeah, so that's one of the Chicago folks. Cowboy joined joined. just, I think, for, like, podcast purposes and now hangs out here.
0: Because
1: Vegas actually, I'm pretty sure, has the most users in the locker room. Because last time I checked, you guys have, like, 75 users
0: in here. Yeah, there are a lot.
2: Yeah, I can check. I, like, prune it once in a while. Yeah, we're at 75 right now. I mean, that's just
0: insane.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, looking at it, I don't know how many alumni really even talk except for, like, Fishy moose. Moose
0: isn't even
2: that. Active yeah, anymore. moose. Moose isn't. I know Rena will sometimes chat. Pop tart will hop in once in a while, but then like.
1: So always nice to see Pop Tart.
2: Fonzie will like hop on, but like, JTV hasn't hopped in. Casey Tam hasn't hopped in. Like, Nepto pops in once in a while. Steezy, I don't think he pops in here either, but. I honestly don't even know. How do we have 75 people in here? It doesn't even seem like there are that many. There's only like 37 offline right now.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, I think some of them are still here from when they were a player, like before even I was here, and they just either went inactive or forgot to leave or something.
2: Yeah, and I think that's why like Maddo is here, because he was the old GM. He's still here? Yeah, Maddo's in the Discord. Oh my
1: God, I didn't even realize that.
2: Yeah, General Zod. I think uh, I was on the team with, with him, right?
1: Yeah. I remember I I think I either split you guys up or put you guys on the same line. And I think, then you, I think the you put same It yeah. just changed. I'm like, oh, crap. Because that was <laughs> my first ever time doing like sims on, or uh, lines on my own. Because nah, nah. Pop-Tart always gave me an idea of what he wanted. And, you know, I just tried changing it up. And then we went, like, 0 oh and 4. And, like, <laughs> I mean, we were, I know, because that was the year we were supposed to be stacked.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about my first season or my yeah. second season? Oh, Your wait, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, because you were in AGM that second season. Yeah. Well, obviously I was going to tank. Um, I was, like, 60 TPE or, like, some shit because I just joined it, like, a bit earlier. Yeah,
1: you suck. Well no, I think you were still I think you were higher because I was AGM, I think, either or GM either halfway or almost at the end of the season. Yeah, because I remember you were supposed you were always on the top line whenever Popstar had you.
2: I should sure. – I no, there is no way I was on top line. I was definitely on second pairing. Like first season, I was
1: Oh, oh maybe that's why. Maybe I put you on the first line.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like there is no way in hell that I should have been on the first line of my first season, because we had a really good defense core during that time. Let me see if I can pull up what that roster looked like.
0: Well, Micah Adrian was there when I was there.
1: No, was he, he there then? No. No, he, I, he, that's when he just stepped down as GM.
2: Yeah, this team was loaded. Uh, it was Randy Marsh, Oilman Dan's player, who went top 10 oh, yeah. in, uh, in the draft.
1: We had like five picks in the first round.
2: Yeah, then General Zod, who is Maddox, King Cruel, King um, who's That's, like an...
1: Oh, who was that?
2: He's IA now. He, I don't think he was ever active in the locker room.
1: Uh, he, he, a tiny bit. Like, sometimes he'd pop his head in. I forgot his name, or I forgot his
0: username.
2: Yeah, I don't remember either. And then there was, for some reason, Riegsman and Johansson. So we actually had, like, a pretty loaded, like, defense that season. And honestly, we should have won it all. Like, this team is utterly stacked. Like, we had a brand-new goalie. Like, this was Niels's first season. But we had Proto, Pengu, Jeff Blaze, Hornet, Justin Graves, tries player, um, like, a couple other folks who were basically inactive or well earners. But then the defense, like, how was I at 63 in my first season?
1: Uh, I know why uh, we lost that season. Because I decided it would be a beautiful idea to make McWolf the captain. And I remember as soon as I did that, I went in the locker room. was like, go, why would you make McWolf the captain? Remember what happened in, uh, I think it was New York or something? Yeah, when he was captain and they
2: they never won a playoff series.
1: Yeah, that was my fault. I was told I could do whatever I want. So I said, next season, I'll do a vote. And then I never actually got to next season. (laughs) (laughs) I remember because I had it, I had the vote, like I put everyone's player names in a Google Doc, and then I was going to copy and paste that into a vote, and then, yeah, and yeah. I was shortly fired. And <coughs> I mean, anyways- that was like a week, it, it, like, I, like, I was the GM for like a day or two, then I was the AGM for about a day or two, and then I was the assistant assistant general manager in Toronto. For about
2: a day or two. Yikes! I mean, we've like chatted plenty of times about <clears throat> how I feel about you losing your AGM position, but Proto's no longer in this league. So
1: and it's I, I I get why he wanted like a fresh start. I don't blame him for not picking yeah. me at all. It's not his fault. He wanted the team to be I, his.
2: I don't necessarily blame him for it, but. And, like, obviously Muff was a good choice, which is shown by him now yeah, having yeah. a team of his own.
1: Uh, wait, no, didn't Proto take Couture or whatever his name, however you say it? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I completely
2: what? forgot about And Couture. then,
1: yeah. I remember, because he messaged me. He's like, do you think, because he remember, he was, like, so, like, he was, like, kind of sad. Like, do you think I saw your job? I'm like, oh, crap, no, no, no. Oh,
2: it, shit. It, I forgot completely about Couture.
1: Is he here? Is he still here?
2: No, dude. He like came back once, decided to get active again in both the VHL and the EFL, and then dipped a couple more weeks later. <clears throat> so I don't know. Hope hope he's alright. But
1: yeah, I think but, he said that he had mental health issues or something. Don't yeah. don't quote me on that. Don't quote. Me. I I can't remember.
2: Yeah, I think like that was it. But another road that don't really need to go down to DT yeah 11, but. damn i completely forgot that couture was hired for that but i mean he was uber active at that time
1: yeah that like i like i actually really like that choice because you know he was always talking to me and saying like I, he was he would always talk to me about like agm stuff so i was happy to see that he got the job i remember z applied for that too zeke no z Zetterberg. Oh, Zetterberg. Okay.
0: I feel like he was trying to get a job for so long, and now he finally has made it to AGM on Miami.
2: Well, he's he's AGM quite a few teams. He's really? just been like bouncing around between. He needs teams.
1: to be a GM. He really he really needs to be a GM.
2: I mean, next time there's openings, I'm sure he'll get considered.
1: Yeah, um, because I think the final three for uh, Mississauga GM were Zetterberg, Reiser, and Cole.
2: Okay, yeah, and then Cole and Racer both have teams now, or yeah, yeah. They both have teams.
1: So I can only assume that Z will be next because you know he did that off-season tournament with SDHS, so he really knows how to work it.
2: Yeah, I mean perhaps he would be good at it. Um, again, it'll it'll because there's always a lot of qualified candidates. Yeah, like, I know Jigs Blazer, uh, Ferk, even. I'll- we're active folks. you know, they each could lay claim to a team as well in 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 very due time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's just a good reflection on AGMs and what GMs are doing. Like Cow, I guess, is teaching Blazer well. Doom's mm. giving like uh, some more control over it. So nice to see.
3: Yep.
1: So do AGMs deserve rights?
2: Uh no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Why? Well, why do you why do you deserve rights? Why?
1: Did you have rights in uh New York? Huh? Did you have rights in New York?
2: No, I literally I literally just did whatever I was asked to do. SO would like send me a message when I was sleeping, I'd wake up and I'd do whatever I needed for him. No, I'm just kidding. I did whatever he needed when whenever I eventually woke up, but like AGMs in a way earn their respect with what they do, not through the title of the position, which I think is more important than just saying, "I'm an AGM now, I have power." But it's more of like, you get AGM, there is no respect on the on the title, but that's like your opportunity to like make your impact on the team and on the league and on the community and whatever. So earn your rights. Yeah, you aren't
1: entitled to anything.
2: But like as a position. AGMs do not get rights. You, yeah. Vi- Viper, as a like user, may get your rights, but you have to earn it. Like everyone. Mm-hmm. So I think like that's like a little different perspective on like why everyone says like AGMs don't have any rights. Obviously, it's much mm-hmm. more fun to just say you guys are fucking idiots and just. Well, I
1: mean know. that is kind of the truth sometimes.
2: Well, yeah, obviously, ah. like you're an AGM. Uh, that 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 what? fits pretty well for you.
1: Because, like, I mean, because AGMs uh, can really get like they can do; they can kind of get away with more since they don't have such a high position. They don't have such like high standards to meet.
2: Get away with get away with what? Have you seen how non-stick up the ass I am?
1: (laughs) I mean, like you know, in the VHL general, like. I can't can get away more. with, like,
2: being 12 like you, but, like... I whoa, can get whoa, away whoa, with whoa, 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 I
1: am not else. 12. <laughs> Jesus.
2: Right, you're 13, and the past two, or the past year when you were in the VHL gen chat, you were actually underage-breaking Discord in terms of service.
1: Well, I didn't realize that at the time. Does
0: anybody actually <laughs> read that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I was eight years old when Viper was born. Yeah, he's like your little brother. No, my brother's Mm. older than him. That's weird. You're small. (laughs) What the
1: heck? (laughs) There's people at my school who are five foot uh, seven.
0: How tall are you? Four twelve. Wait. (laughs) Are you shitting
2: me? You're shitting me. There is no way on earth you just said. What is your height? Four, twelve. Oh my god! Four, twelve.
3: It's As not
1: that
0: far in- off. Inches don't even. Why do we? Why do we do that? Why? Four twelve. Why are inches the way that they are? Like, can we just use the metric system? Like, that is the highlight of the podcast
1: right there. Some-
0: the metric system makes so much more sense. It's base 12. You don't have to memorize like how many fucking
2: base 12? 10.
0: <laughs>
2: oh my god. I, what I is up with you and 12 today? Every time
0: I say I'll just assume I mean
2: 10, okay? Okay, you were asking him if he was actually
1: 410. Yeah. Well, that that would be correct.
0: What? Really? Yes. Oh my god. What the I can't believe I
1: did
2: that. Yeah, you said 412. Well, technically,
1: you you didn't get that. Technically, you said (laughs)
0: 412. But my brain said 410.
2: Well, uh, apparently not, because your brain told your mouth to say 412. Okay,
0: I have a smooth brain, but the brain still said (laughs) 410. Maybe your brain and mouth should, you know, maybe cooperate. I agree.
2: Yeah, unfortunately,
3: they don't often do that. I
0: agree. Um,
3: broken
2: i agree
0: shut up
2: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah man i mean i think that you coming back to the league is going to be good um you're one of the more active folks that we have around here you're eager to do more and you're already trying to step up and do what you can is there anything that you're particularly looking forward to now in your return
1: hoping to get another agm job and trying to uh this is a bit of a stretch, but trying to maybe hit 1,000 TPE with Evgeny Burnov.
2: There you go. I know that Fonzi told me that if I hit 1,000 TPE with Alex Letang, uh, he's going to send me a pizza. <laughs> like, you think we're joking, but Fonzie... I don't. Well, like, like <laughs> no, Fonzie, I know. I honestly don't. Fonzi made bets with me and a couple other folks who are all on his uh, SBA team that if we hit, like, a certain amount of TPE as players in the VHL, he will buy them pizzas. So for me, because apparently I'm a bit more established, I have to hit 1,000. Um, so, yeah, I'm only, like, 300 TPE away. I
1: did math, I think. I did, like, math yesterday, and I think – I don't know if how correct this is, but if I tap out each week plus practice and other uncapped – possibilities. I think I'm going to end up around 220-230 TP for the draft.
0: So that should be a good start.
2: I mean, then also keep in mind that you have predictions, VHFL, Fantasy Zone.
0: Oh yeah, that'll add a lot.
2: Various. I mean, there there are a lot of people who uh, created at trade deadline and then they basically play like one and like a quarter seasons in the M and then they cap. And then they're up to... I mean, you're probably going to be on pace with that as well if you continue your max earning pace. I hope so. There you go. I mean, I would... Or I, I guess the team that drafts you wouldn't complain about having you down for another season, but would love to see you back up in the minors. So me and you can finally fight.
1: <laughs> That'll be fun.
2: Are you going to make... So despite us asking about like, you coming back to the VHL and all that. We, we haven't necessarily talked about your players specifically. I know McDag was a fucking goon. Absolute goon.
1: Who could still put up 60-point seasons.
2: So what is your new player? You said it was Evgeny... Burnov. Burnov.
1: I made an NHL 20 be a pro, and I just decided to stick with that.
2: <laughs> there <laughs> you go. But... What exactly is going to be the plan for this player? Like, I see that you've put a bit into, or you're focusing on scoring here, a bit of defense, like the typical build route. You put five in discipline for some reason. I guess you just don't want to be in fights anymore.
1: I don't want to be in the box. I don't want to cost my team goals. So I remember, <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know how much I put in McDag, but I know that he was in the penalty box a decent amount, and like before, he started becoming a goon. Because he wasn't a fighter until last season. Like, every yeah. time I got spare TPA, I just threw it all in the fighting. And then he won back-to-back-to-back <laughs> to back Rocky Awards.
2: So, what is the goal with this player? Like, what, Is there, like, an, uh, a VHL comparab- comparable player who you're trying to emulate? A real-life player that you're trying to emulate here? What's I'm the plan?
1: Kind of like Sergei Fedorov, just trying and score as many goals as possible.
2: Yeah
3: while so still
1: being good in your own end
2: okay yeah i mean that's pretty cool especially as, as like a left wing you could almost take like the ov route except a bit more defensive as well
1: yeah um, he's a bit more physical and i don't really want i don't want my guy to get physical because i don't want him to end up like McDag like and always get into
0: fights and stuff
2: yeah like fishy here
0: i can end up- I just sit in the penalty box.
2: <laughs> so you don't even take one of their players with you. <laughs> Someone
0: on our team did set the record this or she tied the record this past season for most fights one, I think. Oh,
1: somebody's trying to take my record?
0: I think she had five.
3: five.
1: Wait, hold on. How many did I get? Hold on. Let me check this out. Uh I have this saved, I think.
2: But, yeah, Fishy and Chicago over there, all just a bunch of goons, like, loading up on the penalty minutes while Latang, in his first season in the VHL, racked up a grand total of one hit and six penalty minutes.
1: I, so- I think. like, the only guy on Toronto that actually was willing to hit, I think. And, you know, Eric Killinger, or Pieces guy, like... I remember peace was going off in the locker room, like, like because Eric Killinger got in the box like every game, and he was like so confused.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, no, everyone was because it's like, what's the need for all the penalties? There's no like, there is no really reason for all the penalties. I think he's got quite a bit in his uh discipline category.
2: Wait, that's that's not most fights. One that's most fights lost. Yeah. So funny though. So Lee Legion so how many fights did she have in total? Do you know? Does it say on there? Also, um, is this like a Chicago award or like a
0: No, it's from this I'm looking at the post that D Max did. For yeah. unofficial? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. what I'm in right now.
3: Oh, I got the, the most fights one
1: with two four and uh I won six oh and four in fights this season.
2: Jeez.
1: <laughs> I was undefeated.
2: My god. Wait, were there any Moscow folks on here?
1: And yeah, there's Miko Latinen Uh for the Stars Award. Uh, let me see who else is here.
3: Oh,
2: thank you for giving this to me. Th- I don't know. Who's Valentine oh, where's plus minus? Yeesh. There's- Wait. It's
1: me- a mix award for Nico again.
2: Oh, geez! Some people only had two penalty minutes all
3: season. What?
2: And I
1: had. Whoa! Six that
2: was a
3: lot.
1: I um, holy. <laughs> I
3: hit you penalty minutes.
1: Oh, uh, whoa! Wait, look at back in season uh, like 69 through season 66. Those guys had zero penalty minutes.
2: My God,
1: that's
2: My crazy. God. Well, Latman got most hits received
1: i was the major award uh runner-up i think how many people were mentioned in the runner-ups okay quite a few but yeah because i i had um 10 major penalties no yeah okay 10 major penalties
2: i was just uh yelling at fishy real quick because she was celebrating the new shin pads award and I told her to look at the people on the previous teams. Bridges on one of the worst teams. Adrian on like the worst Malmo team you've seen in a while. And now she's finally.
0: I made the list.
2: Of the worst teams, best defenseman.
0: Yeah.
2: Four hundred something DPE. Yeah. Amazing.
3: Most has played. Sure.
2: One v one hundred. What? Uh, most of them on the penalty kill. Yeah. Some of these are pretty fun awards. I wish I got tagged in this and I could have seen it. But congrats on the Rocky Award, buddy. Thank you. 3P. It'll be, ni-
1: it'll be a nice to retire with that. It's not an official award, sadly, but it'll be Good an enough. official award to McVag.
3: Yeah. Jeez.
0: Wait, Miko is Bex player? Why did I not do that? I
3: feel like I've even explained this to you. You told me that Beck was you told me, like that
0: was, you told me it was on Moscow, but you didn't tell me that that was his player.
3: I
2: didn't think it needed to be explained.
1: Another
0: player on that mm-hmm. stack, season sixty-nine,
1: uh, Saskatoon. Who roster. else?
2: Who else did you think Beck was?
0: I didn't think nothing. Yes, do.
2: Oh my god. Anyways. I think that that's all that we've got for you today, Viper. Is there anything else that you wanted to ask us or talk about?
1: No, that's pretty much it. I just want to kind of get on the podcast, see what it's all about. Have some fun.
2: There you go. And this was one of our impromptu podcasts, not really sure where it would go or what we'd necessarily talk about, but definitely setting up pretty well for you to potentially be a guest in the in the future and we can do it. I'd be happy to. There we go. Uh, we'll probably be in touch to to see what's going to go on with uh, you know, potentially doing like a next season preview podcast or a draft recap podcast. Plenty of ideas to to go with. So, if anyone listening does want to be on one of those podcasts or just any podcast in uh, general, feel free to hit meet or fishy up. But for now,
0: we need our final question. Oh yeah, what's final
2: question?
0: What is your favorite? No. What is your least favorite color?
2: What's your least favorite color? Orange. I thought you like orange. No. Not like orange.
0: Oh.
2: I didn't think you hated it.
0: I can can get along with it, but it's still my least favorite. And it does not counting like gray, brown, black.
2: You don't count black? No. I love black. Not
0: white either, because the neutrals are fake.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Viper, what's your least favorite color? Orange. Why? Wait, Viper, I, what month were you born in?
0: April. The beginning or end? Middle. Huh. Are you an Aries? I have no clue. Okay,
2: okay we well, can we can talk about this after the podcast is over. <laughs> he's gonna wanna know all your information. I Jesus bet
0: Jesus Christ. I bet
2: he is. Well, because he's so
1: angry all the time. He's not
0: angry. <laughs> I just just feel like he's more likely to be a fire sign than an earth sign.
1: I have a feeling I'm a cancer.
0: No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what one of my ex-girlfriends was. (laughs) She straight up was a cancer. (laughs) Uh, Probably. I don't know. It, like, depends on on, like, the situation. But if I... When I think of colors, I think of myself wearing them and it'd probably be yellow cuz I don't think yellow looks good on me. I
0: think you wear yellow regularly. No, I, no I took your.
2: Yeah, you took my yellow shirt.
0: Okay, anyway.
2: But yeah, that's our question so for anyone listening to see if you actually lasted this long, what is your least favorite color drop on our forums post for this podcast? But yeah, appreciate having you on Viper looking forward to chatting with you in the future and thank you to the lovely fishy for co-hosting with me and signing off for tonight thank you everyone for listening